thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically do Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday edition of the People's Talk Show, the first day of the month, August 1st. And I uh, hope everyone had a great weekend. And we're back at it for more uh, more stories, trying to filter through the noise to uh, make sense of what's going on and better yet prepare and help better people understand more clearly what's really at stake here. But anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, as always, want to make sure I welcome any first time viewers. Let me know uh, in the chat where you're watching from. We'd love to acknowledge your presence and thank you for being a part of the community. And then when the phone lines open up, we'd love to hear from you guys directly. And so we're going to have some interesting back and forth today. Got about four, let me see, four or five stories worth touching on. Of course, those are just some stories that came across my pathway today. And there's more stories worth touching on. So feel free to throw thoughts, ideas, suggestions out there in the chat. We'll try to jump on it accordingly. And then also, I want to make sure you guys stay plugged in to all the social platforms where you can share stuff during the day uh, as it comes across your uh, pathway as well. So anyway, let's jump in real quick, acknowledge a couple people, do a little maintenance on my side, then we'll start scanning through some headlines and try to make sense of things as best we can. Even though, like, it's just amazing how the 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 the, the types of noise are intensifying because the, the U.S. is hard-pressed on continuing to agitate every other nation around the world as the nations are running from the grips of the dollar hegemony. But uh, it's to be expected. Uh, it's all leading us towards that very uncomfortable future that they have in store for us, but it doesn't have to impact everybody the same way. All right, let me start ranting. We got Ed checking in. We got ABC checking in as well. Milo, uh, Amazon uh, goes down and all goes chaos. Yeah, and that's his, here's where you know the I think the long term viewpoint of this Amazon massive layoff it's very small as you mentioned, but yet I've watched especially in the Metro Detroit area, you know there there's been at least four different huge Amazon factories popping up, and we all know that Amazon works directly with the government and through their large networking slash servers operations and everything like that uh they're not going anywhere it's just they won't necessarily need as many hands within those buildings because they're going to be using robotics as well as automation and ai type stuff so it's more so filtering filtering out human labor and the ushering in of the uh digital and the robotic revolution that's already in place so anyway uh we got Dwayne checking in we got x we got uh, gail sweeney Checking in, we got Jay, Functional Doc, uh, Stack Metals to the Sky. <laughs> we got uh, Jane checking in. Uh, let me see here. Double Burger with Cheese checking in as well. Okay. Uh, Bougie Prepper. All right. Darren Robinson, appreciate you, man. All right. A fair amount of people here. It's always good to hear from you guys. Thanks for taking time to bless me with your presence. If you don't mind, hit that thumbs up button one time. Hopefully the algorithms are notified and more people can get plugged in. So, um, But you know how things go when you're 
dealing with the algos. But uh, before I move further, let me just jump right in and uh, do a little maintenance on my side here. I want to make sure for those that perhaps might be new to the community, I want to make sure everyone knows where to stay and how to stay plugged in and where to make sure you get all the resources needed. So link beneath this video here, uh, rtd.news is where you can go to find all the information, all the social platforms is relevant. Those are all the mainstream ones, but at the very bottom of this page here are all the alternative social media platforms, which uh, I spend more time on outside of YouTube. But anyway, for those who are interested, I also encourage people to get up. You can never have too much weight, just like you can never have too much savings uh, in your possession as well. So once again, this is a, a beginning opportunity for those who have interest in getting five ounces. As you guys can see, it's a variety pack here. More so geared towards the newbie, but yet once again, you know, you know, I add to my stack with it. So it's one of those things where you can never have too much weight in your possession. So Bullion Max is partnering with me, and I appreciate them for offering us something at a discounted rate for those that are interested in participating. So as you guys can see here, a uh, nice little assortment of product there that could go a long way. And when stuff hits the fan, God forbid it does. But anyway, and also RTD.locals. I share stuff throughout the day there as well. I'm adding uh, other contributors as well to that platform here, some very well-educated individuals to help me out on the content creation side, just because it's too much stuff for one person to handle. So definitely looking forward to interacting with the crowd there. So just in case we're disrupted here, which in my guess within the next year or two, we definitely will be, I'm going to be on RTD.local. So go plug in with me there and you can stay ahead of the curve before the crackdown occurs. And also if you guys want to be a blessing to the channel, uh, support is definitely needed. Cause I'm literally trying to hire one or two people to help me out so I can just be freed up more to focus on content rather than all the other backend stuff. So consider donating to the program. I definitely would appreciate your help there. And also I've been doing this for eight years now, rethinking a dollar and we're in the midst of it. So you guys know how irrelevant the federal reserve note in its current form is, but unfortunately the rest of the world does not. So I have a lot of work to do, but all the work I've done blog wise videos, can be found on the RethinkingTheDollar.com website with the reports as well. So there's no reason not to be informed and caught up to date on the de-dollarization process underway. So all that information is there if you guys want it. Uh, just to, trying to make sure everybody has a chance to stay plugged in. Anyway, all right, so let's jump right in, man. So uh, outside of the, the, thumb, the, the topic of this primary video here, it's about what's happening in Main Street. And so once again, last week it, it became official statistically speaking, that the economy is definitely contracting uh, in the same fashion that it has in the past, where two consecutive quarters equate to a recession. But that word recession has not been received well in all, well, not all, but one in particular, uh, one of the mainstream social media platforms, the fact checkers are out again, debunking any narrative that contradicts what comes out the White House. And so I want to start off with this one, because I thought this little story here was was interesting here, but uh, I'll jump on the screen here. So it says senior economists fact checked by Facebook for saying the U.S. is in a recession. So never mind the statistics, never mind what the indicators point to, you know, well beyond just the contraction. We talk about the inverted yield curve. We're talking about the mass layoffs and all that other stuff. Never mind that. Unless the White House gives it a thumbs up or the National Bureau of Economic Research actually confirms it then it's not really a recession but this is interesting here uh <laughs> so there's basically a tweet here as it says from senior economist and he said this is phil magnus he says we live in an orwellian hellscape facebook is now fact checking anyone who questions the white house word games about the definition of a recession 
And so as you guys can see here, once again, more censorship, more control uh, due to the nature of this. This is a very crucial time for the controllers of this entire paradigm. They can't afford to lose on some simple things such as, uh, I guess, the word games that they have to play with humanity for those who believe them still. But just a little interesting here how the photo was fact checked. And so once again, if you, if you can't you know, get reliable information from your government. You got to go to alternative media sources for it. But then again, they're being cracked down and we're being censored. So I thought this was interesting. So they're fact checking economists now, unless you're certified and approved to work with the White House directly, you'll be fact checked. But to the primary story here, and this caught my eyes here just because the number is so large. But then again, it's my, it's very small in comparison to the total workforce. But Amazon cuts 100,000 employees from workforce in a single quarter and this had more to do not necessarily with the immediate need to downsize the way other smaller business as well as other sectors have to just due to lack of demand for their products or services but more so for so amazon can look more profitable uh during this uh second quarter earnings period and so as you guys can see here it just says uh the cuts likely played a large role in amazon's recent revenues beat and their rosy profit projection for the third quarter, though, it still lost a net $2 billion in second quarter uh, profit. It says the more employees lose their jobs, the more healthy the company appears to be when shareholders examine quarterly earnings. It is inevitable that layoffs will continue. And if the 100000 from Amazon, and this, uh, this was, a, was, a, was a global situation, just wasn't here in the U.S., but it was done globally, as it says here, over 100,000 employees in the June quarter, uh, globally speaking. So, but that's still a large number. And so uh, on top of that, this is also came out within Silicon Valley. There has been about 32,000 employees that are experiencing some employment issues, as well as all types of companies in the service sector are doing hiring freezes or whatnot. So as of right now, this is just with these two articles, that's 132,000 globally speaking. And, I, you know, I, you know, I, I don't even cover most of the articles that gives numbers just because it'll be, you know, kind of monotonous to continue to talk about the doom and gloom. But yet these numbers are just they're not going to start stop. And the, in my opinion, based upon the way this economy is completely coming to an, uh, coming to a halt, uh, these numbers are small in comparison to what they might end up being. So that's why it's never been, you know, it's never been more important. Because people are being forced to take matters into their own hands by ultimately taking back their a, their time as well as their skill sets, as well as whatever value they offered to an employer, and then basically dispersing it themselves into the market force. And so, as I said before, I believe that there will be a, a, a tidal wave of entrepreneurship uh, just that will sweep the world just by force. And from that, it's never been more important for individuals to really su su support small businesses as well as entrepreneurs, because the best way will ultimately be through the Internet, uh, as long as we have access to the inter Internet without needing to partake in things that people really don't want to do. Or you have to have a certain score in order to log in to your uh, Internet service. But until we get to that point, if we do, God forbid we do, nah, never been a great time to just take matters into your own hands and find ways to deliver value. And so that's one thing I try to do with this community here. And so, and so with that idea, if I have any content creators, any entrepreneurial individuals out there that offer value and service through the internet, 
I would encourage you to make sure you connect within the RTD community so that we could be a blessing to one another as, as far as supporting one another's projects, sharing one another's projects. So that's a good way to, you know, basically pay it forward in a sense. And so definitely I encourage you guys to do that. And like I mentioned for the RTD.locals page, uh, I, you know, basically give an opportunity for people, some content creators already to share their blogs and share their videos. So just something uh, out there so people can use their skill sets and share it with the world. So, Anyway, uh, but yet, you know, you guys know uh, it's available for you guys if you want it. Anyway, keep moving. Keep moving. There's also throw thoughts and ideas out there in the chat. We'll jump on those in a minute. And uh, here's something else that I thought was interesting. So I saw someone mention Rafi Faber, and I saw I didn't get a chance to listen to him and Mario's uh, chat, but I know Rafi's been covering the money supply heavily. And so here's just a little graph here. I'm sure that piggybacks on a lot of what he mentioned. And it has to do with the broad money supply, the M2. And so based upon what we're witnessing here with the recent or more recent Fred data given to us by the federal reserve, we've reached what it has looked like a a semi peak in the short term. And Lynn Alden said that uh, it's the longest stretch of non growth in the broad money supply since 2009. And before that mid 2003. So ultimately the M2, which is comprised of M1, which is coins, cash, as well as uh, savings. And uh, I want to say, not necessarily, I think money markets is uh, M3. So there's two or three different forms of reserves and currency that equates to this particular number here, which has been flatlined at 22 trillion. And due to our government not out there stimulating the world, i.e. issuing debt in the trillions the way they did these prior two years, Things have been relatively calm. And I think it has a lot to do with the last budget that was passed. Uh, I think it was beginning of this year, if I'm not mistaken, which, of course, I'm sure they already overran that. And they're you know, still running a deficit. But as we can see, as of right now, this lack of growth in our broad money base is, is a reason why the spigot is not flowing as powerful and as abundant as it was during this during these earlier times here which equated to all the markets being overly stimulated, i.e. the cryptos booming, housing booming, so it's slowing down in certain sectors, stocks booming, all that other stuff. When the money's not being printed or the reserves is not being created and debt's not being bought up by the Fed and monetized, we run into issues. So this liquidity issue that's happening within our country here, and it's, it's, it's become a debt trap for the rest of the world, has everything to do with the fact that unless our government gets on board with what they tr- what they need to do, which is to continue to borrow, then as of right now, there's no direct injection of stimulus. So therefore, we're going to experience more volatility in the markets. And, and that's not to mention all the other stuff out there and the euro dollar stuff. But anyway, thought this was interesting. And what else I got here? Uh, here's an interesting headline. U.S. faces new era of political violence as threats against lawmakers rise. So uh, as more people wake up and realize that the politicians that either they selected or that were predetermined and chosen by the think tanks and as well as the special interest groups and the, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, military, whatever, whoever paid for their, uh, their position in that role, uh, the constituents are becoming very upset with the lack of true leadership that this country does not have whatsoever from all these paid for puppets, mostly speaking. And so more people are taking action in a very violent way, which is not good, but it was inevitable. It's, about, it's bound to happen just because their representation is not really representing them. And so just this article here, 
lets us know that it's already occurring. And based upon the trajectory of the, how the economy is deteriorating faster and faster, it's only going to get worse. So therefore, we're going to reach a point where it's sad to say, but we will reach some type of social and civil unrest uh, that I've, I've read a couple of articles. I haven't touched on them much, but it talks about the high possibility of there being a revolution within this country. Uh, and of course, nothing really good. I mean, overall, good does come from it at the end. But then along the way, it becomes very messy and bloody. And that's the part that nobody would want to see that. But unfortunately, if we want if we want to see change, there needs to be some type of uh, outright uh, public display of our displeasure overall with this whole governance model. It's It's completely failed. And that's why I think the whole design of the Great Reset is to usher in a new governance model, which, of course, is the public-private partnership that the World Economic Forum has basically set up. And all the young global leaders, which are the Trudeaus and the Macrons and the Bidens and the Pelosi's, all those people are working for that objective of literally positioning our country into the hands of a single entity within the EU region. So we, we know how that will play out and it will not, it will not work. And then that gets a lot into uh, the biblical things that lets us know that no matter what the enemy does lose. So the plan will not succeed. It might be rough. It might be ugly along the way, but in the end, believers in Christ win. All right, let me keep moving. I want to definitely open the phone lines in a moment. Uh, So I guess something worth talking about and sharing your two cents on is this whole Pelosi Taiwan situation. And of course, outside of it being more of a distraction, the U S Biden made a speech saying that he does not condone or support the independence of Taiwan. But then again, the U S completely contradicts that and goes over there and shows support for Taiwan. And so it's all political theater, but yet, it's designed to destabilize the global economy even more. And this is why between the China, Taiwan situation, there will come a military conflict with the U S because I I think that will probably be the best way for the U S to make sure they always stay involved and engaged with the Eastern hemisphere as they're pulling away from the dollar and all the other institutions set up the world bank to you know bis and the all the the who and you you name them all the rest of the world trying to pull away from them and create their own which will not be any better for humanity but still and so just a matter of time before something is done deliberately they're literally going to step on a booby trap or a landmine the u.s will definitely do that just because they need more distractions and they need more re more of a reason to then stimulate and try to pass more bills and so right now we got the Inflation Reduction Act, which has nothing to do with, you know, you know, really inflate, you know, reducing inflation. But the next bill will be, you know, Liberate Taiwan Act or something like that. Or we need to save humanity bill. Some crap like that. Just, yeah, they just, they, these politicians, man, they got to go. But until then, it's like, man, trying to, you can't really ignore them because they're operating on our behalf and they're basically creating currency that can never be repaid back on the on the current as well as the unborn so it's like something needs to be done but we'll see how it plays out but anyway uh, let me stop ranting what else i got here um 
yeah, so with that being the case, let me open the phone lines. I got a couple more articles here, uh, but I'll spare you guys that. So let's talk. Let me open the phone lines. I'm curious to hear what's on your radar. Uh, share thoughts, ideas, suggestions. This is a chance for the people to let their voice be heard. So definitely would love to hear from you guys. and uh, Or throw out a question at Rethinking the Dollar in the chat, and it'll stand out, and I'll be able to highlight it and go from there. Uh, let me see here. Uh, over here it says, Mike, the minimum response from China, I believe, would be a small island invasion. Uh, will be a small island invasion. Ah, the response. So that's where the U.S. literally is is intentionally trying to test and see how far they can go by crossing that quote unquote red line that Biden put out there, or they're literally wanting, as I, as I mentioned, to step on a landmine so something could go kaboom, so that they can say China and Russia collaborate and they're trying to take down the world. We need to go defend that hemisphere. So no matter how it plays out, I I literally, no matter what they want, they want a confrontation. So we'll see. But anyway, hello, caller. What's your name? We calling from? This 313 Wayne, Mike. I'm calling from your hometown. 313 Wayne. What's going on, man? Uh, I just wanted to uh, make a point, man, uh, about all this inflation talk, right? Okay. Give it to me. I want to differ. I want to differentiate, uh, you know, higher prices, you know, with the common people we deal with, right? But when you when you hear like uh, Jerome Powell and a lot of these uh, quote unquote powers that be talk about inflation, right? Mm-hmm. That's just cold word for labor, labor costs, right? <laughs> the cost of the work, you know, uh, it's only a problem when the labor prices are going up mm-hmm. and there's not a production response going up with it or mm-hmm. where they're losing money, right? They can't keep up with that, right? Because as long as we keep waking up and going to work, they have to cover the bag. They, they're they responsible for that, right? And their incomes are not fixed that way. Mm-hmm. No, they're not getting no returns in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So if if labor, if, if labor, uh, if wages were depressed, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't care about, it would be no inflation. You wouldn't hear nothing about it, right? That's the only thing they're talking about, right? So if you see uh, employment going down and wages going down and prices still going up, there would not be a problem. No, crisis solved. Right, but the but the problem is you're gonna have even more people not able to afford, and the cost of living basically that wealth gap that they the republic that the Republicans love to use will be that much greater. Therefore, you're gonna have that much more chaos, and th- then that many more people pissed off. So it, it will be no way around it. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a success. Yeah. Success. The goal, the goal is to eliminate the middle class, right. to have full employment, right? See if see if they can uh, recreate twenty twenty again, where they can have the businesses survive, even if zombified, right? Mm-hmm. And the people uh, don't want to work, don't want to come to work. If they can um, just not focus on coming to work, right? Mm-hmm. And they can get machines. If they can do anything, except for having each individual coming to collect a check at the end of the week. You know, they can't have that. It's too much demand on the system, right? It's like printing money. That's the real printing money. That's the real money machine is our wages. The Bible (laughs) even said the working man is worth their wage. You know what I mean? And, yeah, so they they can't keep up with that, right? I promise you. Wait, well, they won't be successful with that either because anywhere it go at this current moment, you know, they're they're in a rock and a hard place because the people are waking up and they and they pissed. And as of right now, it's the cost of living it has to continue to go up or they lose. Or if it goes down, 
hell, we still lose. So the currency itself is a problem. So it's a uh, yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's time for a crisis. It's, it's, it's time to spread some democracy. It's time for a crisis. <laughs> that's that's what was going on. I'm serious. Right, right. I that's get what you. What was going on in 2019? Yeah. In 2019, in, in October, September, October, mm-hmm. when they were meeting for this. If you look at Europe, Europe was on fire. Mm-hmm. The Southern Hemisphere was on fire. Everywhere, every people was standing up. You had the yellow vest going on. Yeah. You had Venezuela. Yeah. Everywhere, Africa was on fire. That's the only way that they got the people uh, in the bottle. That's the only way they put the lid back on the thing. Yeah. Was to have a lockdown of everything. You know, right. so they can't do it. The people are not going for that again. Right. You know? Hey, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Be good. Yeah, people are not going for it again. And at this point, you know, that we're, we're too deep. We're too deep down that uh, pathway for, you know, there's no point of return. So stuff has something. You know, the biggest thing is something will give and it's giving right now. And we're witnessing in real time. Just just once again, let me just pull something up with you. Pull something up real quick here because I saw, you know, I, I, I will try my best to get a um, uh, get a real world um some type of way to keep up with all the events happening so there's uh videos of, of in bangladesh of people out in the street and of course in those regions there in our southern asian region there's no uh pro- police brutality is there's no such thing as let me try to get this bangladesh if i can spell it correctly anyway i'm sure you guys might have seen it let me see if i can find it yeah, so I'll just pull this up here. So this is a video I'll put on the screen here so you guys can see it. But uh, let me share it here. So, yeah, this is from this morning. Steve Hankey put this out or he shared it. But it says, protest erupts in Bangladesh. The public is enraged by massive power shortages and soaring cost of living. So two of the four primary necessities for the human body, which is energy and food, water and, of course, shelter are extremely expensive in the emerging slash second, third world nations. And the dollar is completely destroying those currencies to where people are taken to the streets. So look at this. They got police out there beating people with sticks. This is what's happening out there. And it's happening one by one. And these type of protests slash revolts are spreading like a wildfire. And they're popping up one by one on the internet because people are sharing them. And imagine at some point they're going to be in more than half of all the countries before the end of this year. And then think about next year. Like, will, will it be in the developed world next? And like the Europe, the U.S., like next year, come spring, summer? Who knows? Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, Mike. What's up? Long time no here, man. How you doing? This is Gerald calling you from Canada. Gerald. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I just can't believe they knocked you out of my algorithm for a year and it just somehow... I ran upon you by mistake. I was like, wow, you're still kicking it. So I've Try, been listening man. to you, you know, often, <laughs> off and on from the job. But I would say this to the people, man, man, look, don't fret this. Mm-hmm. Don't fret this mess. And I really wouldn't mind cursing because the fiat dollar has been no good since everybody was probably the champion on Earth. Right. America <laughs> been bankrupt since 1933. So I'm sick of the Democrats anyway. Yeah, we Democrats. are Republicans. <laughs> you know, I just kind of wish we'd have got to the streets too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm out the country, man. Yeah. So I'm in Canada. Yeah. So this dude that's up here, mm-hmm. let me tell you something, man. He better have some guards around him. He better. <laughs> but the people up here too kind, and they're not gonna revolt the whole world. 
Mm-hmm. The whole world, since I've been living, the only revolt I've seen was that King crap, which we should have went with Malcolm X and just built our own. We're the mm-hmm. only culture on this planet mm-hmm. that do not build on our own, don't spend with us. Mm-hmm. But somehow, our worthless fiat money is directed toward the church, which is part of the IRS, mm-hmm. in sports, games, in the circus, and somehow we didn't build. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. I think it's something else coming. And I think the great awakening is coming. Yeah. You know, when you got small people like me, you, and also the cool people in the chat mm-hmm. buying silver, mm-hmm. you know, just one ounce of silver corrupts the banks. Just the banks crying mm-hmm. just because you buy one ounce of silver. It's it's amazing to me that I'm living this yeah. to when once upon a time the dollar had a value. Not a dollar is valueless. Yeah. Has no value. But then again, think about it. Like, what did they really teach us in school? And that's the question for everybody in the chat. What did they really teach us in high school? For, as far as in what area? About, First thing come to my mind is compliance. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, we, yeah. So, you know, so, so now they're passing laws in certain states that, you know, you can't graduate high school without at least a semester of financial literacy, some type of financial literacy class right now in the midst of, a planned global restructuring of our monetary system. So ain't that, ain't that, ain't that now, so timely? It won't be, it won't be talking nothing about gold and silver. That's for sure. <laughs> no, they don't want to talk about that. Now that I think about it, I'm, I'm, I'm on a question, you know, cause I question my parents. Mm-hmm. See, why y'all, ain't, why y'all ain't tell us about this, this gold and this net? Because when I grew up, mm-hmm. I seen, I was on the, the transferring of me spending money with you. Mm-hmm. With your own store, or me spending money with with mom pop hamburger joint, man, yeah. with the bomb, or a brother that had an ice cream parlor. Mm-hmm. I've seen the doctors, lawyers. I've seen that, and then it transferred over, and then the money went to somebody else, and it seems like all the chaos started. Yeah, and the chaos it it hadn't started yet. Oh, it's going to happen because just think, ninety percent of the people don't know about silver, right? Ninety percent of the people still think that their fiat dollar is backed by something. Right. One hundred percent of the people, one hundred percent of the people don't even know that they're slaves, and that social security number, your slave surveillance number, <laughs> follows you everywhere, and they change the game. Right. Hey, man. Good talking to you, my man. Good to have you back, man. I'm glad the algo somehow notified you. <laughs> All right, Mike. Be All good, right, man. Talk to you, brother. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, man, man, man. Right when everything's come to an end, that's when all the, 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 the social, the, the civil movements begin. Like you know, the promotion of, you know, minority and certain, like you know, with the footballs, you gotta have people and like have people of color in the in the coaching fields and on the offices and you know, what I'm saying it's just like, dude, like. To me, it's okay. Now it's better than never. But then again, like when it's done because like society says that we need more inclusion now, it's like, okay, are you giving me a job because I'm qualified or because of my skin color? I'm like, but then again, we know, you know, we know how we got here. So anyway, um, let's keep moving, man. What else we got out here? Give me a call. I have missed some calls. Forgive me. I see some thoughts in the chat. Uh, let me see. Anything stand out? He says, do you mean a blood drinking worshiper of Satan? Okay. I don't know about that. I didn't know. I don't know if that was me to jump in on. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Ted. How you been, Mike? Hey, doing good, my friend. What's on your mind? 
hey, I was listening to Greg Hunter the other night and had Casper and Austin Fitz on there, and she had yeah. some good ideas, man. She says, you know, get with your local communities, you know, worry about who your, your sheriff is. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this thing's probably going to break down the states when it falls apart. Right. You know, whether we succeed or not, our state government's going to, you know, Ohio was a lot better off than Michigan in the last deal, you know what I mean? Right, right. Even though our government trying to push it. We were a lot better off. So, you know, that's local stuff. We can control that. Mm-hmm. So I think people ought to start, you know, worrying about who their, uh, you know, school board members, you know, people get more vocal about school boards and what they're teaching. There was a huge withdrawal from public schools all over the nation. Saw right. that today. New York City, they ain't got no kids in them schools. Everybody laughs. They got any kids. <laughs> but doing that, you know, local governments, you know, um, work with your, your sheriffs. And if you can find, a, like, a state congressman state senator who's really on board with gold and silver yeah. you know they can, they can start pushing this stuff through down here in our home man we got republican everything i don't like our governor that much but we, yeah. we got republican everything you can carry a gun in ohio now without a concealed carry permit mm. and everybody can carry yeah. everybody can carry a gun i like that because the bad guys already got them yeah that's true they got it and they're not asking yeah. questions they're not asking they ain't worry about you know, whether it's concealed or not they, they go for what they want so uh man good yeah, stuff you know, man the guys, guy going around the UDF ain't saying, oh, I better not do that. I ain't got my concealed chair. You know, yeah. that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> one more one more thing. Yeah, Mike. give it to me. Um, uh, she was talking about using cash. And, you know, I, I've been <laughs> doing that, but, you know, I like to get my reward points and stuff. But I start pulling cash and using cash, and it's, you know, it's a little harder to track your budget and stuff. But <laughs> I think that's the way to go, man. Why should we let them play with our money, loan it out at 18% and pay us 09 Right. You know, right. That's a good point. You know, that's helping that system. Yeah. So, you know, it's a little bit at a time, you know, as much money as they're printing and drawing, that may not sound like the, you know, 50% of the people quit using credit cards. It's going to hurt on them. Right. That's very true. Hey, man. Appreciate you, my yeah, friend. It's one, step, it's one step at a time. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. We'll do, my friend. Thanks for the advice. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, yeah, the, the interview he's referring to, uh, definitely, I, I ended up watching that one. It was a good one. So uh, Greg Hunter, of course, was kicked off YouTube. So you got to go to Rumble to uh, check him out there. But this interview here with Kathy Austin Fitz, definitely a good one. And, you know, she does a good job of, you know, giving some practical steps to, at the local level because she's, uh, I think, in Tennessee. And she was just talking about little practical ways that if every person came across that information and implemented those steps. And they had just mentioned, you know, get to use, some, use some cash rather than always using your card and, course supporting your local farmers and things of that nature that makes a long that makes a big difference and so uh, and of course a lot of other things she shared but of course a lot of it has to do with the globalist agenda to enslave humanity and of course your body uh is a prime is the is the next world order's primary target for profit and so pharmaceutical game which was always about injecting you with stuff now they're trying to put stuff in you <laughs> that uh, allows them to make profit directly. So that's a part of that whole transhumanistic approach. Of course, we know about that. But anyway, uh, all right, we're about the 35-minute mark. Wanted to dial back. But as always, I appreciate everybody for hanging out with me and uh, sharing their thoughts in the back and forth in the community. And make sure if you guys want, if you have not already, go and join the social platforms, which are uh, at the link at the bottom of this video here. So you guys can plug in and share articles, thoughts, ideas. So I'll actually pull up on the screen here so you guys can see it. And I'd encourage you guys to go ch- connect there. The links and stuff like that is at the bottom. Let me get this on the screen here. Forgive me. So, yeah, if you connect, click the uh, bottom chat, you'll be able to.
get direct access to the Telegram and the Discord. And so that's a good way to connect, share articles, thoughts, and ideas or whatnot. So, yeah, join us there. It's always a good time to connect throughout the day. I share more articles there that I try to bring over to the live streams in the evening. So, anyway, uh, I want to end on some good news, man. I, despite all the noise and stuff like that, you know, and that's kind of where I've been like, ah, you know, just you know, continue to narrate the destruction of humanity. It's ah, not really all that fun just because, you know, in the end, you know, this stuff will not succeed. It'll be painful to be uncomfortable, but yet we're expected to go through some things in the short term. But once again, it's all about the long game and it has to do everything to do with your, your faith, where you're at spiritually. And so I'm going to continue to share a good little word in the morning, just because it reminds me to get up and get into my word and take what I've received and share it with others to be of encouragement. So here's a little excerpt here from Isaiah, which talks about government. And right now what we're witnessing is the failure of mankind's, I guess the, the best version of a government that they can put together. And it's called, I guess it's democracy, but you know, no, even though we're supposed to be a Republic, but either or mankind can't solve their own problems that they're intentionally creating, especially when you put money behind it, special interests and corruption and all the other stuff. But so long story short, as I said here, you know, only during the millennial reign of the king will the problem of corruption and criminality in government be solved. So as much as we want to call out those corrupt politicians, we know who they all are. Everybody got one probably in their local government as well. Uh, other than attempting to not support them directly, trying to shine light on their deeds the best thing we can do is continue to do the best we can for ourselves individually. We know, collectively speaking, this country has to go in a certain trajectory because that's just a part of the divine will of our creator. And so we're on course for the fulfillment of scripture, which happens to come to a halt during the tribulation time frame. And whether it's tomorrow or whenever, 20, 30, 50, whoever knows when that comes about, we all know the most important thing is to make sure you're sealed, make sure your soul has been fully redeemed, i.e. through the blood of Christ, so that, you know, you're on the winning side of this. While in the earth, continue to be a light that shines bright, continue to be that source of strength for other people, continue to share your testimony so more people can come into the saving knowledge uh, um, as well as to what's available to them now. Like, not everybody will go through complete tough times. There will be people who do quite well in this transition period. Make sure you're one of them. And the best way to stay ahead of all of this is divine guidance, i.e. the Holy Spirit working within you. So uh, just real quick, want to share this because this is something that I thought was worth mentioning, but it says of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Isaiah 9, 7. And just the, the part about the government being on his shoulders. You know, that's just the part that really excites me because that's the answer to mankind's issues. And in the meantime, within, you know, we're, we're capable of having that peace and joy and love within us amongst all this chaos. So therefore, this doom and gloom doesn't really have to impact everybody the same way. So anyway, that's just a little good news to sign off with today. But anyway, hope everyone is doing well. Be blessed and I'm back at it tomorrow, same time, same place. If you've enjoyed this back and forth and getting a chance to connect with the community, uh, let's keep the party going on the socials that I recommend it uh, at the link below. And also hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And we'll be back at it tomorrow. Peace.